You are listening to Heavenly Warriors, the podcast for anyone who wants to learn the deeper, supernatural truths not taught in most mainstream churches. Your hosts are best-selling author and guests on shows like The History Channel and Coast to Coast AM, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh, and me, a former atheist cop turned exorcist and author. This podcast is brought to you by my newest book, Boxing Blindfolded with Demons, which can be found at rickbellwriting.com, R-I-C-K-B-E-L-L-W-R-I-T-I-N-G.com, and by Dr. Joy Jeffrey Pugh's newest book, Beastmark, which you can find at drjoy.com, that's D-R-J-O-Y-E.com. Whether you believe in the devil and demons or not doesn't matter to them. In fact, demons prefer you don't believe, so you'll never know what's hitting you when they attack. The truth is, we have invisible enemies who want to rob us, attack our families with sickness and addictions, and cause us to struggle financially. We want to help you become a stronger and smarter heavenly warrior. Welcome to this episode of Heavenly Warriors with my co-host, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh. And I want to say right off the bat, congratulations to my co-host because she has another best-selling book. And I don't doubt it at all because I'll tell you, her intellect uh, is off the charts, especially when it comes to these uh, the supernatural things that are going on all around us. She teaches on things that no one else uh, touches. They won't touch it with a 10-foot pole. And her newest book, Beastmark, has just become a bestseller. And I wanted to say congratulations to my dear friend, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rick. I was so excited yesterday afternoon when my publisher... Uh, let me know that I have I was the outstanding best-selling author for the year, and so I was always beyond myself. And of course, they did a big big campaign and promotion of of my book, Be Smart, End of Days. And I'm just I'm just I, I'm so humble. I am so humble by yeah. this opportunity. It has just given me uh, a great I guess a great boost in what I do. Sometimes you just do a lot of work and you don't really realize how maybe the impact is. It's like the shows that we do. We sometimes never know the people that listen to it and how it changed our lives. But having that happen yesterday was just really an amazing feeling. And I thank you so much for um, for what you said about me already. And I wanted to say that I'm thankful that I have an opportunity to do a show with you, like we are doing, because I feel like it's really going to touch a lot of people. And that was one of the things that when I wrote Be Smart and you had written uh, Boxing uh, Blindfold with Demons, that we felt like that what we were writing about right now was crucial for people to be able to read about. And then for us to be able to have this radio show to explain what we've written and hopefully gain people's understanding or allow people to understand exactly what the days are that we're living in the very perilous times and i fully believe that your book and thankfully the the research that god provided me with to be able to put together 
Smart will give people that uh, extra knowledge that they need to know about, and as well as the shows that you and I have been doing to be able to reach people. Because like we were talking about uh, before we went on today, demonic activity in this world is very real. And I think that until, especially the churches come to terms with it, the people even sitting in the pews of churches are being subjected to an element or a force that they will say, well, you know, Satan is this and Satan is that, but they don't want to identify that the power, and many times they'll say, well, don't, you know, don't, don't brag on Satan's power, and I don't think we need to brag on his power, but I think we need to make people aware of that these entities are very real. They are among us, and that we have to have an understanding of the force that we are fighting it's not like, I think I mentioned maybe on the last show that we did or the show before that for us to fight against an enemy, we have to be a good general. And the best way for you to win a war is you need to know your enemy. And I think that's what you and I are providing people with is information on how to fight the enemy. You, you have to have it, military intelligence. Can you imagine fighting a war where you're afraid you don't want to talk about the enemy because you don't want to give him any glory? When you go into the planning strategic rooms we can't talk about the enemy. We can talk about anything but that, but we don't want to give him any glory. That's crazy. That's foolishness. You mentioned my book, Boxing Blindfolded with Demons. It's this, the uh, part one, actually, of my life story. And I was raised in the Catholic Church, and I was an atheist. I thought that was the craziest stuff I'd ever heard, going and, you know, putting a wafer in your mouth and the whole deal. And I just didn't I, I never connected with it, and I was a 21-year-old atheist, and three strangers approached me one evening. I was teaching karate in a karate school, and they, uh, they told me about this Jesus. And I thought, what in the world are you? You people are nuts. And they said, well, we do charismatic things, so long story short, it's all in my book. They said, do you mind if we pray for you and put our hands on you? I said, do whatever whatever you want to do. And I, I meant it. I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I said, sure, if that's what you want to do. Well, they did. And I saw a white light all around me and I began to speak in tongues. I'm an atheist. I've never heard of this stuff, much less heard anyone do it. And for all you cessationists out there who say, well, those things passed away with the uh, apostles in the first church, the gift of speaking in tongues, I've got a news flash for you. It didn't. It happened to me. I was sober. I, I didn't do any drugs. I wasn't a drug user. I was a martial arts teacher. It, it happened to me, an atheist. So those things happened. Now, the rest of the story is I was a baby Christian. They told me after I began to, when I woke up from that 45 minutes later, I couldn't speak English for about 45 minutes. When I came back to myself, they were sitting in my office with their jaws dropped, thinking, oh my gosh, this, this guy got it. He got it. Because I didn't know that was not the norm in being saved. And it was called a road to Damascus experience. I had no idea what the road to Damascus was then. But they told me I was a baby Christian, just like a newborn baby. And I was going to have to drink milk for a while and be cared for. And they were going to befriend me and check on me and all that. So I got plugged into churches, the church systems, and I did that for about 20 years. The problem was none of the churches taught me much more than the milk, drinking the milk. Now, I would hear some fantastic motivational 
sermons and speeches, you know, success-motivated oriented things, but I didn't hear anything about spiritual warfare. So in 2012, when because of my personal life choices, things started to crater around me, and I didn't know what, what or why. I mean, I'm serving you, God. What? Why is this happening? God said, no, you're really not serving me. You're serving yourself, but you don't even know it. Okay, so the Lord called me into deliverance, exorcism, spiritual warfare. And I'd already been in this stuff, you know, like 25 years, whatever, but I didn't know anything about it. So he had to put me on the fast track to learn about deliverance. And boy, when I did, all of those things, all those years in church— I was not getting this stuff. I realized, I started to realize at that moment. Many of the churches in America, and you, uh, under the sound of my voice, may be sitting in one right now. They are largely social clubs. They are largely a friend get-together where you, you have a motivational speech and your buddies, and it's a feel-good thing. It's a habit. You've been going to church every Sunday morning for maybe 15 or 20 years, and you sit in the same pew, you sit on the same spot. It is a social interaction that you have. But if your pastor, preacher, evangelist, whatever you call him, is not actively teaching you about demons, spiritual warfare, how to take back control of your life, counseling you, casting demons out, you're not being served in that church. You may feel good in there. You may come out of there and, and have motivational stuff. But let me tell you, you are being set up. Satan is setting you up. Just like when I was a fighter in the ring, a boxer, a kickboxer, I would attempt to set my opponent up and get them to move into a certain position so I could catch them with a two-punch combination and a kick. I would sucker them in and set them up and wait until that time was perfect. There's a line from the movie The Godfather, the first Godfather with Marlon Brando, and he was a, a mafia boss, uh, Don Corleone. When his oldest son was killed, he was shot up, and they took him to the funeral director, and the funeral director said, what do you want me to do, Don Carleone? And the godfather said, I want you to make my boy look presentable so his mother, I don't want his mother to see him shot up like this. And he said, and, and the uh, funeral director said, I, 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 will, I will do that, but uh, what, what, do you want me, what do you want me to do about it? He said, one day, I may come to you and ask for something, and when I do, I will expect you to give it to me. See, when you get in a deal with the mob, it's like being in a deal with the devil. You may not be required right now. He may be leaving you alone because you're coasting along, but he's setting up an attack on you. When I went on in 2015, the Lord put me into deliverance in 2012, by 2015, through a, a series of miraculous events, a pastor from New York City reached out to me, and, and I ended up going on a radio program. It was supposed to be an hour long about my testimony. That hour long turned into three hours and 22 minutes, the first broadcast. I ended up 
prophesying to people and casting out demons on the air. I didn't want to do that. Let me tell you, no one in their right mind, keyword right mind, wants to go on a worldwide radio show and cast out demons. Once you do that, you've crossed a bridge, and that is out there forever. So if you ever want to go try to get a job somewhere and they do a Google search on you, guess what? It pulls up you casting out demons. <laughs> okay, fill in the blank. You can figure out how that all goes. So the Lord told me when I went on the radio, tell my people, get their addictions under control because there's coming a time where demonic in of demons are coming into our realm at a rate that you're not going to be able to to deal with them. They're going to come, the Lord said, like a tsunami into this realm. There are portals being opened, he told me back in 2015. There are portals being opened that are going to allow a demonic presence like we've never seen before. That was in 2015. It's nearly 2024 now, nine years. I, since Dr. Joy and I have, and that's a whole nother story, you know, we could spend an hour talking about the weird things that happen to us now on a weekly basis, bizarre things to set us, get us off track. When we went on the air, I began receiving people reaching out to me, calling me, emailing me, texting me. They're demonized. I mean, at a level that I have never seen since I started this back in 2012. When you, just so you'll know, there are many of you out there that are hearing this that are going to reach out to me because you're under attack and you know it's demonic. People that may have been in church their whole life. I had a pastor reach out to me last week, and that's not uncommon. And he knows he's demon possessed. Let me tell you this if you're reaching out to me, if you call, just leave a message. I don't answer the phone because. I get calls from everywhere. So unless I recognize the number, I'm not going to answer. Just leave a message. Do not, because this happened last week, do not call me 26 times in a 10-minute span. Over and over and over and over and over and over. My phone's just ringing. Same number. Over, over. Now, I'm not, I'm not picking at you. I know you get panicky and you, you have to get an answer. And so you reach out. But it doesn't work the way you think it works. I'm not like the Roto-Rooter plumber guy that when your drain's clogged, you call Roto-Rooter and they show up and they fix it. It doesn't work that way with spiritual warfare. When someone reaches out to me before I respond to you, I go in prayer and check it out. I have to do some reconnaissance. The Lord taught me this a long time ago. You have to be wise with your resources as a deliverance minister. You only have limited resources. We all do. But you only have so much time, effort, energy that you can put into a thing. And the devil will send people to you to waste those resources. I've lived this. I know exactly what I'm talking about. And he will tie up your time and efforts and emotions with people who really don't intend to get free. They just want relief, like calling the Roto-Rooter man to clean the toilet to make it flush again. 
They don't want to do the hard work because vines have grown into their septic system and they need to have a guy come out and redo that. They don't want to do that. They just want the quick fix to get it flushing again. The amount of demonic activity has increased to a level where it, the Catholic Church has brought on, I don't know how many more exorcists. They used to have something like four exorcists for the entire United States. Today, they have something like 4,000, and I, don't quote me on that number, but it's, it has exploded exponentially, and they are getting... I heard an exorcist say just the other day in an interview, he's personally getting 3,500 requests for deliverance per year. Personally, 3,500. That's, that's 10 a day. Can't do it all. All right, so what, so what has happened with all this? So if you need to reach out to me, the best way is to email me and, and let me pray about it, get the situation, and I will respond to you, but I have to do some prayer first, and then we'll do an interview. It's not like I'm going to call and there'll be magic that I'll say, oh, and abracadabra, come out, demons, and you go live your happy life. It doesn't work that way. Sometimes it does. Almost never, never it does. But be patient. Reach out if you need help. But you have to learn self-deliverance. You can go to the website, heavenlywarriors.com, click on the tab that says Deliverance Help, and that will, will take you to some self-deliverance and do that before you, you know, try to reach out. So what's happened? What has changed? One of the things that Dr. Joy and I were speaking about before we went on the air and we felt like the Lord wanted to talk to us about this, there was something called the the Super Collider, CERN. And many of you have heard of this. Some of you maybe have not. But what it is, it is a, a tunnel, basically, and I believe it's 17 miles, a big circular tunnel. And they send atomic particles to collide with one another at an extreme, at the speed of light. And they had to have that 17-mile, think of, think of a racetrack, a circular racetrack that's 17 miles long. They had to send them on that 17-mile uh, loop headed in the, you know, like for a head-on collision so that when they hit each other, they exploded, and the scientists were looking for what they call the God particle, where the universe started, how it all started. But in reality, the Satanists, the Luciferians, want to tap into the other dimension. They want to open portals with that. When those atoms collide, you go into the other thing. That's where supercomputing came from. That's where all of the AI stuff is coming from. It's coming from the other dimension. Now, they don't talk about that much. They don't want you to know what's really going on. But they've been doing this now for a few years. I think we're into the third year of them successfully doing this. And there are portals. You're seeing it. You're seeing it with your very own eyes. You want to see what a demon looks like? People say, well, I've never seen a demon. Turn on the uh, attack on Israel and listen to those militants, they call them, but they're terrorists when they were uh, kidnapping the Israelis and cutting the heads off of babies. Listen to them shout, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. That's demonic. It's not a human being in his right mind cannot take a baby and do that to them. 
So it's a totally demonically driven thing. You're watching as it's exploding in front of our very in front of our very eyes, Dr. Joy. What do you have to contribute about that super collider, that CERN? Well, uh, back some time ago in a book called Eden uh, to Armageddon, it was the Beguiled series. It's called Beguiled Eden to Armageddon. That's one of your books, one of your early yes. books. Yes. Yeah. In volume two, I really uh, felt the need for people to get a grasp of what we were seeing happen in a scientific um, world, especially in this particular atom-smashing capability. And I wrote, and I want to read a little bit of what I wrote from that book so that you get an idea if you're not familiar with CERN. But CERN is the European Organization for Nuclear Research. It is the world's largest atom-smasher. And it was out to look at the understanding of invisible dark matter and energy because only 4% of our universe is visible and the rest exists as a form of invisible energy. And like you said, CERN is where the World Wide Web Mm -hmm. was invented by a man named Tim Berners-Lee with a small team during 1989 through 1994. And I think that's the most significant thing is that the start of all of this, those people had their mind capability on how to connect us World Wide Web for something that they were going to bring to pass that would be utilizing a World Wide Web. CERN is an international research organization. It's located uh, partly in Sweden and partly in France near Geneva. And its primary focus is containing the electrically charged antimatter particles using electromagnetic and laser traps. And that's really significant because that means electromagnetic energy is what we are made of. We as human beings function with electromagnetic energy because that's what makes us stay alive. That's why when you start dying, they hit you with paddles and electricity to bring your heart back. Mm -hmm. The other thing is the laser is pure light. So we want to make sure we understand all of that is is developed under electromagnetic wave capability. The antimatter they produce and trap is used to study natural law so it can be decoded and manipulated. Particles and antiparticles are separated to try and identify first matter. Protons are made to collide in the Large Hadron Collider at the speed of light against a block of copper. Upon impact, antiprotons are generated and collected, supposedly resembling the state of our universe after the Big Bang happened. The accelerator itself is an octagonally shaped ring And what I think is very interesting is rings seem to have an unusual ability to generate and change natural law. I went on to write that there was no doubt that the CERN officials were looking for something that they clearly call the God particle. And that being first matter. In other words, the first thing that ever came into existence. Yes. And being able to find that first matter, they're looking at that which will unify all the fields of nature together. And they... At that time, we're calling it the Higgs bosom or bosom, and which they contend that all atomic particles have a glue that's holding natural fields together. In other words, nature is being held together by a common glue. Mm -hmm. By understanding quantum entanglement of these particles, scientists are gaining greater knowledge of all things and how they are connected to our creator. Now, why is this significant? When you look at 
exploding particles. These scientists are attempting to enter into God's web of creation. They want to have power to reach out and touch God. Although touching God is impossible as we know it, they believe he exists where there is no time. And if they can penetrate through his veil, they want to demonstrate to our creator that they have now gained power to play in his dimension. So that's why we see Satan's army trying to play God using CERN in an effort to merge timelessness and manipulate days and natural forces together. Now, the interesting thing in my new book, I show human DNA is affected by the smallest of particles because it has a gene that is directly affected by all electromagnetic fields. This gene helps not only us, but animals navigate, and it allows humans to determine whether we are up or down. This is why anything affecting Earth's magnetic grid directly affects all living things on Earth. In fact, the proteins that are released from those genes in our body totally control our circadian rhythm, which maintains our homostatic environment. Einstein warned that years before he died, if the unifying element that CERN is desperately trying to identify and capture was ever harnessed, mankind could affect everything which could result in chaos in the wrong hands. And those, that is from my beguiled uh, book, Eden to Armageddon, Volume wow. 2. Wow. Wow. That says it all, Dr. Joy. That, that explains. You mentioned one term in there that's crucial for our listeners to understand, and it's called quantum entanglement. And what does that mean? That means, as Einstein uh, said, spooky events at a distance. In other words, something can be affected on the West Coast, and something totally disconnected on the East Coast can have the same effect at the same time. It's called quantum entanglement. That is the Internet of Things. That's what they're trying to put together is the total absolute control, the Internet of Things. And as you said, Tim Berners-Lee, who came up with the Internet, developed it. It was for such a time as this because that interconnectivity is crucial for that mark of the beast technology. That's the only way you could ever implement a system like that. You couldn't do it with a bookkeeping system. It would be too complex to put together. The only way uh, uh, the mark of the beast could be implemented would be with something through an Internet, something that could reach uh, to everyone. And artificial intelligence, which we talked about on previous shows, is now slowly creeping into every aspect of your life, my life, everyone listening. You don't know it's happening. It is a slow creep. I got, you know, I get these advertisements every day because I, I work in the creative field and I do build websites and things. And I work with videos. I create these videos, these audios, these podcasts that Dr. Joy and I do. So I have an advertisement that comes through um, last week, and it, it says, hey, guess what? 
ChatGPT4 now can create you a video. It can make a movie for you. All you have to do is tell it what you want in that movie, and it will create it out of nothing. And it had this long sales page, and I'm thinking, gosh, this is quite a breakthrough. And it is if you know what they're talking about. They're talking about a prompt, which means just like you type on your phone or type in your computer, a prompt means a sentence telling it what you want, and then it goes and builds it out of nothing. Now, up until about three months ago, they couldn't conceive of it creating a video. They could conceive of it creating a picture. But a video is different because people are moving and you have to have that flow in the dialogue. So this software said, hey, we're the first of our kind. You can get this and it can revolutionize your business because for all your customers, you can start creating them videos and it won't cost you anything to create the video where in the past it would cost you ten dollars to $20,000 to create an industrial video. But this thing, here it is, AI at a glance. So I read all the way down just to see how much is this thing going to, it's going to cost a fortune. I got to the bottom and I dropped my jaw when I saw this software is $37. $37. Which is, no, it's zero, it might as well be zero. Which tells me this is not proprietary software, that there will be many, hundreds and thousands of companies offering the same sort of thing. If not, it was if it was something that this company had only produced, it would be, you know, several hundred bucks or a thousand dollars, $37. And now you can get AI to make a movie for you. I mean, literally make you a movie. So I would like an hour and 20 minute movie that is kind of like Forrest Gump, but it's going to be with these characters. Boom, it'll create it. Do you realize how this is going to change everything that we know about life? All of the so-called elections that we have had in, in our lifetime, they are a relic of the past because AI is going to control those elections. And here's how they will control it. They are fully in charge of Facebook Twitter, which is called X now, uh, YouTube, they have algorithms. All an algorithm means is it's a computer code. It's a set of rules that the programmers tell YouTube to do, and it's an algorithm that searches every, every one of the 100,000 videos that's loaded each minute in YouTube. The algorithms search it for keywords. It can hear if in your Video, you say the word COVID-19. Uh, mm, you get banned. It finds it. It can listen to everything simultaneously around the world. This is going to change the way everything is done. You have to prepare for this. Get yourself on a spiritual understanding. You're not going to be able to understand in the natural. It's, it's too complicated. The best resource you're going to have are Dr. Joy's books, Get all of them and read all of them because they'll let you have a base knowledge of what's going on. But as far as getting a grasp on it, don't beat yourself up because you don't even understand what they're talking about. 
This is complex things, and the only place we're going to have to, to turn is the supernatural, to the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to teach us and warn us because there are things coming right now in America. There are attacks being planned that they are talking about because this thing between the Palestinians and Israel, the attack that Palestine did on Israel and the retaliation, this thing is going to be a huge, huge deal. And it's going to spill over in America. It's already started. You're seeing the demonstrations, the pro-Palestinian demonstrations. These things are going to escalate, and they're going to turn into clashes. And God knows where it's going to lead. Dr. Joy? Well, I mean, everything that we're talking about today is that there are and have been issues with the other, well, I guess I should say that it's the satanic groups in the world that we know exist that are behind a lot of things that are happening. And it's not something that just started happening today. In all of my research, I can go back. In fact, the other night I was on a show and I was explaining that even Iran, the way it became where it is today, was started back in 1975 through Germany. And then Russia picked up and has helped them uh, beef up and be able to do all this nuclear power capability that they're doing and be able to produce a nuclear bomb. So it's not something that happened overnight. This has been a planned, ongoing, I guess, uh, gathering of evil to bring about really a very, very tragic thing for humanity. And it's all about trying to destroy humanity. It's, it's about trying to take the souls of mankind. And we are the children of God. And the thing that Satan wants more than anything, he wants our souls. So the more damage and destruction and evil that he can do, he's going to do it. And just thinking about what CERN did and opening up possibly a portal. Dr. Joy, you just muted. You just went on mute. Did you hit a mute button by any chance? Oh, I don't know. There you go. You're back. Okay. Yeah. The thing that, that really concerns me is that with the people and the places that are in the world and the capability of those scientists that are in strategic areas of the world and knowing what CERN has the capability or had the capability to do, that if back in, um, in January of 2012, when they said they actually found that God, God particle, if they were able to secure that information and then work on it, which we know for a while CERN went down before it was brought back up again, Mm -hmm. It's very interesting to me that they brought it back up at a time that we are now seeing what I believe is an escalation of demonic activity. And I've always believed that once you were able to pierce the veil between what is spiritual and what is physical, that you can allow entities in and out at a much greater rate. And we know that in Scripture, especially in the book of Revelation, we are told that the end of the end of days, the abyss is going to be opened up, and out of that abyss are coming things that are absolutely horrific in the fact that you cannot kill whatever it is, and the fact that when it stings, after you get that uh, mark of the beast, if you take it, you can't die, and apparently their stinging is just a way of torturing you to death if you have 
or actually you can't even die. They're going to torture you and torture you and torture you because you cannot die and they don't die and they have this capability that is far above anything that we can even imagine. So the fact that CERN could have had a help in kind of opening that abyss or opening that veil to allow more of these demonic creatures to enter at one time, I mean, that's something that our human mind and our science has not taught us enough about, and that's one of the reasons they are trying to figure out how does the spiritual realm manifest here in the physical realm. Very, very much we know from the work that I've done um, with near-death experience that the moment that you die, you step out of your body, and you're in a spiritual body with your soul intact, which is your mind, and when you look down, you see your physical body. So you are in a spiritual body, in a physical realm reality because if you were not you wouldn't be able to see your physical body in that state so that tells you that we can't see the spiritual beings that are all around us but that they exist and the more that we have learned through the technology that we've gotten over you know the course of human history and that being anything from microscopes to telescopes that we cannot see everything that's here with us in real time, because we can't look out and see the stars and the magnitude of the heavens without some of the greatest work of tech, you know, technology using telescopes. And once you use those telescopes, you're amazed by what's there. But you physically, no one on this planet can see what those telescopes can see. Neither can we look at microscopic viruses and bacteria without having, you know, a perfect type of microscopic capability to see them. But it doesn't mean that just because you can't see it, it's not there. Clearly, those two levels of technology, along with ultraviolet and infrared, have given us the capability to, to be able to understand. And ultraviolet light, you're able to see a lot more of these weird, strange things, including what they're saying are these unified are unidentified, let me say, unidentified aerial phenomena, which they changed from unidentified flying objects to UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. And what they're finding is in ultraviolet light that they can see more of these things. So our technology, where the human eye can't go, we're clearly proving that there's other things here with us that we cannot see. And I do think that the near-death experience where a person steps out of the body and they clearly see their physical body, they see the people around them, they hear what's being said. I mean, when these people come back to life, they literally can give you a whole rundown of the moments that they were dead and they were clinically dead. I think uh, one of the great things that I think is coming out right now that uh, Angel Studios has um, announced, they're going to do a movie that's coming out, I think, the 1st of November, the end of October, that is about near-death experiences, and they're going to use science to show that these events are real, and they're showing the people who actually have a good experience along with people who actually see demonic presence and evil and the hell type of thing. So I would, I would suggest that if you don't understand the physical and the spiritual realms that, you know, get, um, get the books that we're offering. I mean, we really are trying to ex expose you to this. And then with movies that are coming out like this, Nefarious was a, a perfect movie. This new one that's coming out about the near-death experiences. I think if you 
have an open mind and you and you try to use the knowledge that we're trying to share with you and others are trying to share that when you read your scriptures you will get a greater grasp of that we are living in a physical world that is engrossed in and in, in a like I mentioned earlier only four percent is about what we see the rest is considered dark matter but it means that something is there and it's and it's in a larger greater portion than what we see with the with our real naked eye so it's important right now because of what we're seeing happening in the in the Middle East we see like you're talking about Rick about how these people are needing deliverance how the Catholic Church is inundated with the need for exorcist if this was not in increasing and the same thing with the unidentified aerial phenomena we have our military top echelon standing before our Congress saying we don't know what these things are they're bigger they're different they're more capable they uh, are using a physics that we don't know they're making crafts out of things that we can't make a craft out of these beings are not of the uh, human species this is the time of all times I think Rick that people who are Christian and non-Christian need to be doing their homework because never before in our human history have we ever been told that there's something more intelligent in our airspace that is not human and I know that with all the things that we have had to deal with we know that the demonic presence the fallen angels that they can be the greatest tricksters in the world and so they want people to think they're from you know the Pleiades and they're coming back to help humanity let me say this anybody that's ever gone through an alien so-called alien abduction those people were prodded hurt abused tortured in, right. in, in many cases and if that's the case these beings if you can use the name of Jesus to stop one of those events and this has been proven scientifically over and over again that it stops it the one thing that we know in scripture that stops demonic attack is the name of Jesus and if people aren't getting it that these things are all around us I mean we can think about in scripture and I can't think if it was if it was Elijah that was able to see into the spiritual realm and talked about all the armies and everything that he could see with his eyes once they were opened up to be able to see the spiritual realm. And seeing yeah. into the spiritual realm, even when Jesus was transfigured, you know, the, the disciples that were with him saw Jesus and they saw Moses. They saw him talking to Moses. They saw him talking to Elijah. They, they saw those things. So if that's the case, they were able to see for some period of time from what was physical into a a total spiritual realm it is real and I just think that you know your book my book it's timely right now for people to get a grasp of what we're dealing with and not to push it in some closet and pretend it's conspiracy theory it is not and if you are not preparing your family for what's coming you're gonna be caught off guard everybody prepares for natural disasters 
I mean, if somebody lives out in California, you have a plan, strategic plan, if there's an earthquake. Today, while I was doing some yard work and listening to a Christian organization, they were saying, start preparing your family when there is a tornado coming so that you know this is where I'm going to be at. This is what I'm going to do. This is the protocol that we're following. I think right now we need to be preparing a protocol for when our governments of the world announce that there is something here with us and that it's really real and it's really very knowledgeable and very smart and that you don't get caught up in this thought process that that is something that's come to save you because the Antichrist is going to be a part of this group and they're going to make it look like they're here to save mankind. If you can't separate that the Antichrist is not the Messiah, then you are going to run down and take his mark of the beast and forever send your soul into the gates of hell. And I, I, I and Rick are trying to warn you with every scientific fact, truth that we can give to you on these programs to please, please, your greatest asset is your soul. Guard it with your life. I cannot express that enough because no one's going to have to answer for you except you before Creator God. Yeah, and let me say this, because our uh, whole focus, our whole mission, our intention with all of this, these podcasts, these shows that we do, is to prepare you spiritually. Because the Apostle Paul said it completely. You're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but spiritual principalities and powers in high places, the heavenly places. Many of you have come to a, a, a crossroads in your life. Somebody listening to me right now is, knows what I'm talking about. You have a decision to make. You have a fork in the road to go to the left or to the right. If you go one way, it's going to mean you carry on with the life that you're living and you just kind of muddle and struggle by and deal with the unequal yoking that you found yourself in. You take the other fork in the road, and that is the fork of growing in the knowledge of God and the Holy Spirit directing your life. You can do it your way. The Bible talks about there's a way that seems right to a person in his own eyes. He'll always think, well, I'm, I'm doing this. is the right way to do it. This is my way. This is my truth. But the Bible says that path leads to destruction. Hear me now. You're going to have to change some things because we are in a different time and place and space than we've ever been. You, listener, are in a different time and place and space than you have ever been. At this hour, this late hour, I encourage you to saturate, that is the word, saturate your mind, your spirit, your emotions with nothing but the things of God. These kinds of shows, podcasts, books, reading the Bible. If you don't like to read, listen on audio. You can go on YouTube and pull up the Bible, New Testament, book of whatever, Romans, on an audible thing and listen to it. It's free. YouTube has all this stuff. You're going to have to saturate your, your life. And these things, part two of this, you're going to have to make some changes. There are going to be people in your life 
that you are going to have to step away from. Some of you are in a season that has ended and you're still trying to keep that season alive, but that season of your life is over and you need to let it go and step forward. Take that fork in the road that's going to pull you in the direction of godly knowledge. People are going to say you're crazy. Those people that you need to be away from are going to say, you know, you flipped out and you used to be a pretty cool person but you've gone crazy in this Jesus freak stuff. Man, you're, you're crazy in that stuff. Let them say whatever they want. Saturate yourselves in the, the things of God because that is all that is going to get you through what we are coming into and what we really are already in. It is just ramping up. It's going to ramp up every day, every week, and every month. Every time we do these weekly podcasts, there are going to be new things that have happened. I can guarantee you that there's evidence of these things all around us. Like Dr. Joy said, there are so many things that are glaring, looking us in the face. When the government officials on national television are saying we have alien beings, when they are, you've got to understand the gravity of this. That is all we should be talking about. After that, hear me, there was nothing else to talk about. What is more important than having aliens somewhere in a hangar? Whoa, whoa, time out. Wait, you've got what in a hangar? Aliens? Well, where did they come from? What, do you, what does that mean for us in life? What, are we, what is this? Is this all a, a charade, a matrix we've been living? What is going on? I have one question for you. It occurred to me some 30 years ago when I was kind of new in this Christianity. One day I said, wait a minute, I have one question. And until we answer this question, I can't really move on. And I, I need to know the answer to this because it's going to shed light on things. My question is this. Who built the pyramids? Who built the pyramids? It wasn't cavemen or camel ranchers that had ropes and logs to roll these stones. These stones, some of them weighed 4,000 tons, not 4,000 pounds, 4,000 tons. That's probably the equivalent of 447 jumbo jets. I don't know that, but it's something like that. How in the world did men with no shoes on, with a loincloth around them, pull those through the sand some 30 miles in the desert? Have you ever been to the beach and tried to pull a little red wagon with your cooler and your tent in it? Across the sand, you can't even do that for 20 feet without wearing yourself out. You see, these things have never been answered. <laughs> and until the, that's glaring, something's missing, but no one talks about it. Now, we want to talk about everything else, and we can have all kinds of, you know, new uh, Bible studies and things. Wait, whoa, 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 something. There were angels, demons, fall. somebody was telling them, somebody was putting those stones that weighed 40,000 tons on top of the pyramid. We don't have a skyscraper. We don't have a tool today to do it. 
How in the world did they do it? But see, we gloss over that. That is evidence to you that something is going on. We haven't been told something. Hear what Dr. Joy and I are saying to you. There is an entire dimension all around us where things are going on right now. Pyramid building is going on right now. We just can't see it. But I encourage you, start to saturate yourself with everything you can find. Some things you're going to pull up on YouTube and you'll listen to an, a minute of it and you'll go, ah, that's, that's weird. That's not for me. Okay, that's great. Next. But then you're going to find nuggets of truth that are going to bring your mind into a place where you can get in alignment, get your vibration in alignment with the heavenly things. And that's what this podcast is all about. We will see you next week. We love you. We do this because we love you and we want to help in any way we can. Dr. Joy, go ahead and sign off to our, our great listeners. Listen, uh, Rick, this is just a, a very crucial time. Yeah, honestly, when the Bible said we are living in perilous times, we are living in perilous times. And to me, if you ever really want to get a grasp of how important God created you to be, it's now use use your mind he gave us the ability to know things and if you just sit with your head in the sand you and your family are going to suffer because we are living at a time that if you are not on top of this satan is going to be throwing so many things looking like this and looking like that i mean even in scripture jesus said be careful they'll say i'm over here and i'm over there and wherever the technology is here to be able to do that to fool the masses and that is one of the things that people are going to worship the antichrist as messiah because he's going to be so believable so take the time to read, to understand, to ask questions. And I know that Rick and I both are available. You can contact me through uh, Joy Pugh on Facebook. Become a Facebook friend of mine. I welcome questions because I use them as a part of my AMA show every month. And as well as, um, you know, going and just, if, if there is something serious, to be able to ask me something on Messenger, I don't mind a person doing that. I, I know that Rick doesn't mind either. But because there's so much and so many people understand that we are limited to what we can do, and we encourage you, that's why he wrote the book he wrote and the book that I wrote, and we're trying to write a new book together that's going to answer some of these questions. The intent is to try to help you, but you have got to take the time to get all this information uh, deciphered within yourself, and it takes a while to do it. But I know that when I sat down to even write what I did, and it's in a scientific kind of background, I wrote my work, and so did Rick, for somebody that's 11 or 12 years old to be able to read and comprehend. Because we're not trying to do it in such a way that it loses you. If anything, we want you to get this from the get-go, because we are, again, living in perilous times. And I will, I will, I will just say this again. Um, your soul is your greatest asset. Do everything you can to protect it. Only you can do that. Only you can do it because you were given free will to choose between good and evil. It is your choice. And when you stand before the Creator one day, it's not going to be anybody else's pro fault or problem or whatever. It's going to be yours. Choose wisely. 
We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Heavenly Warriors. You can find the show notes for this episode at heavenlywarriors.com. If you join our mailing list while you're there, we'll send you something free as a thank you. Once again, this podcast is sponsored by my newest book, Boxing Blindfolded with Demons, which can be found at rickbellwriting.com, R-I-C-K-B-E-L-L-W-R-I-T-I-N-G.com, and Dr. Joy Jeffrey Pugh's newest book, Beastmark, which can be found at her website, drjoy.com. That's D-R-J-O-Y-E.com. If you liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe to Heavenly Warriors and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Audible. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Heavenly Warriors podcast? Please send them a link to this episode. We only grow when our listeners share the podcasts, and we really appreciate it. May God bless you. Until next time.